have the best seat in the house. Welcome into Front Row with the Utah Jazz. I'm Holly Rowe, your host, and today our special guest is Lowry Markinen. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks for having us. We're so excited to talk to you because, you know, you're just starting to really transcend in the NBA. You've gone from a role player to a major player. What is that change like in kind of your stardom in the in the NBA? Uh, you just see different. <clears throat> obviously, the teams scout you differently, and you see different coverages, so that changes. And I think the responsibility just kind of show, showing up every night. That's kind of how I look at it. But other than that, it doesn't really. I'm doing the same stuff, in my opinion, showing up early to practice, doing the right things, and trying to show up for the games, and uh, then trying to grow into that leader role and kind of bites to being a fun challenge kind of navigating through the different coverages and physical defense and different stuff you see on the court so but it's the same sport so have you gotten more attention like have you blown up as more of a star at home in Finland can you go out and or or, or you recognize more like what's changed about your life uh, I did notice more people recognize me this summer back home, but it's all good. It's all being positive and uh, really kind of, I mean, hopefully we can keep it going. Okay. You you are keeping it going. You know, you talked about something that's been on my mind a lot is you are now the number one thing on the scouting report. And so teams are playing you differently defensively. And they are so physical. How are you adapting and absorbing the physicality teams are defending you with right now? Uh, just watching a lot of film, kind of try to use, if they're trying to bully you up physically, kind of try to use that against them and kind of seeing the angles and stuff I can do before the contact happens and stuff like that. Uh, I think that was one of the things I was focused on coming into this year too, kind of first time being in that role kind of the, the scouting report uh, higher up on the list and kind of so I looked at it kind of being a fun challenge for me instead of getting frustrated if you have a bad read or whatever like um, it's gonna make me a lot better player just to seeing that kind of stuff so I look at it as a challenge that's gonna make me a better player your personal drive to be great really fascinates me you know you told us a story and I, I say this to you all the time the first time we sat down with you about you being a kid that you would write down in your little notebook your shots that you made and you've been super intentional about tracking your progress um, what are you tracking right now because you're off to such a great start what are you proud of right now or, or kind of focusing right now yeah I'm not really I think I've gotten away from like worrying about you mentioned that probably last year I mentioned the percentages when you were a kid like I can do better on this end like I know the numbers will even out but I think in my notes just the stuff that I can focus on on each rep at practice because whatever I do at practice that's going to translate in the game so and it's easier to keep in mind in practice this game you're just going with the flow but just focusing on follow-throughs and 
having your bounds and legs involved and kind of little details on your shots and the angles and stuff like that that I keep track of and how I can get better at those and I know that's going to translate in the game so always just trying to be the best version of yourself I guess why do you care so much about being good at little things like I think you're very intentional about the little things where does that come from do you remember being a kid like why do you care so much it's interesting always being kind of a perfectionist I guess but I think that that's we're in such a sport and league that there's so much talent and good individual players and kind of I think the small details are really going to make the difference in the long run so just try to uh, keep my attention to that those details and uh, that way you slowly get better Okay, I have 7,000 questions I want to ask about this topic. We we say once a broadcast, oh my gosh, like that's a seven-footer doing that. That's really unique for a seven-footer. You have so many things that you do that are top level in the NBA. So let's start with three-point shooting. You know, over 40% as a three-point shooter. That's really good in the league. And you're a seven-footer doing it. You know, like it's so crazy. What do you think is interesting about your skill set for your size um again i think it all goes back to the work that you put in just as a kid i used to play point guard even though i was the tallest guy on the team and then slowly kind of switched positions and uh when i grew out but i think just i've always just loved to being able to dribble the ball and shoot the ball and stuff like that so i think just the way game's going too that there's not as many positions and you got to be able to play pretty much all of them so just try to improve your game every day kind of little aspects that you don't think that you might need to get in a game like mm. say a couple of years ago when you were mostly might have been shooting threes or whatever like I, I was still working on my ball handling and stuff like that that you never know when you're gonna needed and now I'm handling the ball a little bit more in the open court and stuff like that so you're always gonna prepare for something that might come up later so yes so I've noticed that a lot that was on my list of things to ask you about was you bringing the ball up in transition you know again I get so stuck on this as a seven footer doing this but you'll get the you'll get a rebound or you'll get a stop defensively and you're getting out on the break and you're the handler that's initiating the offense how much more of that are you doing this year am I Reading that correctly? Yeah, I try to. I think it's a good opportunity to create mismatches in the offensive end, not just for myself, opportunity to score, but I know the kind of gravity that, like, I might drive in transition and uh, there's going to be weak side guys pulling in and it's going to create open looks for other guys as well. So I think it's a good for our offense, kind of get out, get it out quickly instead of always trying to find the so on point guard and mm. uh so just try to do that more and more and obviously it comes with the responsibility of making the right play for your teammates as well so just small things that i've been working on okay you also mentioned balance How, what balance work do you do i'm kind of intrigued by that well just different kind of footwork on your shots and drives when you create the contact kind of knowing especially when you're shooting off on the move, you got to kind of have to 
be low in the stands. Obviously, it's easier to be on balance then, but like the small details of having a little wider stands on your shot or whatever the case may be when you're coming off a screen. So just that all goes to the percentage of shot that goes in. Just mm. I think it's so many little details in your shot that you pay attention to all of the little stuff and that's going to come up with the result, I guess. Okay, so I remember you telling us you used to have some posters on your wall as a kid of different players, of people that you looked up to. So I had a cool experience um, this week. I was doing a basketball game with a young man who plays for Duke, and he's a seven-footer, Kyle Filipowski. And I was talking to him about he wants to score on all three levels, so we're talking about how he's doing that or who does he watch. And he watches you. Like, he watches a ton of Lowry Markkinen because you guys are built very similar, a lot of similar skill sets. He can really shoot the three. How cool is it that there are now young people at high levels who are looking up to you and your game? Uh, I didn't. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch him too much, but I know of him. And uh, But that's pretty cool to hear. Uh, that's what you work for, kind of make the impact on up-and-coming players as well. So kind of motivating for me to keep going and uh, showing the example, but that's pretty cool here. That is cool. Uh, you talk about becoming a leader and setting a good example. Your your leadership, I know you've you've talked on, maybe you're not the most vocal guy, but I've been noticing at shoot-arounds that we get to go to, you are a great encourager. Like, you, you, you do it through being super positive with your guys. Like, hey, good shot, JC. Hey, you had it. Like, how are you making sure your guys feel good about themselves that's real leadership yeah i think that's just the way i look at it uh kind of for me to be pl playing better i always try to be positive on the court no matter if you miss a shot you miss an assignment on defense whatever that that play is gone so and the next one's gonna come along and just being positive about it i think that's when if if i'm having a bad game i know it's gonna turn out better if I just keep encouraging and being positive and being happy for my teammates and stuff like that. That energy is going to come back to me as well. So I think just having that mindset, have, knowing that we are, we're all good players on the team and I don't want anybody to get down on themselves or miss shots or whatever because I know I still have the full trust that they're going to make the next one as long as take they keep believing in themselves. So that's really try to talk them individually and keep the vibes up, I guess. It seems like a natural way for you to be like, instead of you being like, oh, I'm going to go in and be like, rah, rah, do it this way. It seems like you're figuring out how you are natural with that. Is that a fair way to say yeah, that? I think that's the thing, just doing what's me. I don't want to really, there's stuff that you can get better at and learn about that leadership role and stuff like that, but I don't really want to change who I am. So that's really the way I look at it. Just try to be myself and still get better at it. What do you do in your spare time that's fun or interesting? A lot of my spare time goes being with my family, mm -hmm. being with the kids, just trying to be the best dad I can be on my, the energy I have left from the games and practice. Uh, if I'm home alone, just 
mostly video games. Still pretty young. So I know you. I, I was like, so. you're still a big kid in some ways, right? But your father, yeah. two young children, yeah. so you balance those things. Um, tell me something fun about Utah. What have you enjoyed about living here? That's you know, you're away from home. You're in a different country. What have you kind of adapted to that you like here? Well, it feel, really feels like home. So it's not really that crazy of a change. Obviously, little mountains are a little bigger here than back home. But other than that, we I love winter. I love snow. So even if the guys here are saying it was a bad winter last year, it was not. It was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so I think it's just reminds me a lot of home. It's good to have a lot of sunlight even though it's cold and stuff like that. But I don't know. There's not really, I've been hiking a couple of times, so that's pretty cool. Um, but obviously, you know, need to do that a little bit more in the off season. So you'll have yeah. more time now because you won't have to go be in the army this, this off season, that is right? True. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which you, you had to shave your head. The hair's growing back. We were talking oh, yeah. about the curls. Are you vain about your hair? Do you, do you care about your curls? You said people do care about it. Yeah, I want the curls to come back. Uh, I've had actually opponents in the NBA to say that don't shave your head again. So I think they put it on notice. We uh, So the opponents like the curls. Um, we need to get, you know how some people are funny on social media and they'll do, they'll be like an account that's like Lowry Markkinen's curls or you, like oh, we, I've seen some of those, yeah. oh, they are, are yeah, there yeah. some? Maybe not specifically curls, but like hair. I, and I mean, I've seen, yeah, that kind of stuff, but not about me too much. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be our goal. Well, maybe we can get your hair its own account, start trending. Like, let, let's make as it long a thing. as I don't have to be the, the person doing it, yeah. you're not going to post pictures of your own hair. <laughs> so um, you're too time consuming. I got to go home with play with the kids. You know how you come off the court after your pregame warm-up and there's all these fans lined up to shake your hand, get a picture, get an autograph. You're, you're getting like the most fa- – you've got so many people. People are wearing your jerseys. People are showing up from Finland. We had a lot of people fly from Finland last year yeah. to come see you play. Like how does that make you feel that you're developing kind of this really special fan base? It feels good. Uh, it's always just – good to see them on the road or at home just flying from Finland or whatever to flying from Utah to on the road to be in the road games and stuff like that but I always try to take my time I wish I could sign all of them but there is some stuff I need to do in the locker room before before actually game starts so unfortunately there is some that are left without Uh, I try to get them later but I really appreciate the support that they give us and we feel it on the court. So just try to give it back and uh, try to sign as, as much stuff as possible. Well, thank you so much. It's fun to try to get to know you a little more. Thank you. That's Larry Markman on Front Row.